Uh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always come in doing the same thing. Yeah. Like I'm going to rap or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I never do it. I just, I, Yo, you, it's so that, stupid. But that ad lib sound like <laughs> a gospel ad lib. I know. It's, yeah. I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait, what's happening? Yo. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> you are now tuned in to they the flyest sports podcast on the planet. This is another episode of Stat Lines Matter. What's the good word? I'm your host, Jason Weaver. And I'm joined once again by my co-host to my right. Mr. Mark E. Stewart. As usual, I'm here, ready to work. That's right. And to my left, Mr. Rob Hunter. What's up, everybody? What's going on, fellas? Yo, this... Take your time. Yeah. Take your time. Because it's a lot. It's a lot to register. Um, I kind of I got mixed feelings about it. I feel slightly conflicted. Tell us how you feel. But I understand kind of... Hey, he's standing right in the middle. <laughs> you hedging, bro. Yeah, yeah. Right I'm right there. there. I'm like, I'm, I feel very yeah. not okay, but I'm fine with it. Exactly. Right. I'm the suburban white woman voter. That's like, I Yo. don't know if I... So you just voting the way your husband scared you in the vote. Exactly. You still vote. Jessica, for Christ's <laughs> sakes! Hillary <Killing> Trump! <laughs> Hillary! They entered the country illegally! You took the risk, and now you're separated. <laughs> but, but they're children. Honey, we don't live near a border. It doesn't matter. We haven't seen anyone of color in two years. I don't give a crap. Jessica, for Pete's sakes. Jeez, are you American or not? <laughs> you better go in. I swear, Jessica. I you swear, better, you better shut swear. your freaking mouth up. You better shut it up right now. I swear, when you get in that... That booth, you better go for Trump. I swear. Oh you better vote it. You better vote it fast. For you better vote it hard. Sick. You better until vote it. And tell that no good sister of yours to do the same you're thing. No si- you're no good liberal sister with all the tattoos and piercings. With the black boyfriend. <laughs> or Puerto Rican, whatever he is. She's no longer allowed. allowed. He's, He's not, not allowed at my doorstep. <laughs> He's not allowed at my doorstep in my subdivision. I'll sick the dog on her ass. <laughs> Hold on. Where in the world? I don't know where that one came from, but that was off the hinges. Off the hinges. Officially already off the hinges. But listen, speaking speaking of uh, (laughs) for Pete's sake, Jessica, (laughs) of just you're gonna make me lose my shit. (laughs) If I see CNN on one more time, you're gonna lose. I'm gonna blow my. Who's that guy? You looking at Don Lemon? John Lemon? Don Lemon? (laughs) I'm sick of him. Freaking Wolf Blitzer. Wolf Blitzer. What kind of name is that, Blitzer? Wolf Blitzer. Liberal Blitzer. name, Wolf. <laughs> fake news. It's so fake. Oh, my gosh, it's so fake. Oh. What do you mean? What do you mean? Everyone's snitching around got, Come on. I've got 40 episodes of Hannity on the DVR. The Turn it on right now. The guy's trying to help us out. Why do you want to impeach him? Jeez Louise, look at the economy. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't look at the economy when Barack Obama turned it around. That's not the point. <laughs> and don't you bring that name up in itself. Eric can, Jessica. Sirac Obama. Sirac <laughs> Obama. Sirac Obama. I'm done. Hey. I'm done. Hey, that's it. That's it. Thank, Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> 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 
God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Sorry so, about that. We're sorry. No, we, we, yeah, it's good. We're we just got that out of our chest. So listen, fellas. Urban, <laughs> Urban Meyer um, suspended for three games. Uh, yeah. Re- well, yeah, three actual end games. It's really only a week. He gets to coach. Uh, he, gets, he gets to coach throughout the whole week <clears> in the <throat> other two games. Okay. So it's really it's really just one game in totality. Then he's allowed back around the the team the rest of the year outside of those uh, two Saturdays against Rutgers and I believe uh, TCU. He won't be able to be around for those four hours uh, on on those two Saturdays. But after that. You know, so he'll basically be able to game plan, do all the stuff he wanted to do. Right. He just won't be able to coach in those two games, <clears throat> and uh, yeah. So that, that's that. That was that was the response <clears throat> that they that they collectively them include Urban Meyer, including the board of trustees. They all came to that the bootlegging trustees. Oh wow! Because because Urban Meyer was allowed to be at that board of trustees meeting where they were deciding his fate oh. and his wife. In what oh. world does a defendant get to go in the jury room? To decide his sentence, but yes. I guess they felt that that was a okay. We're just That's... like we're all over the place. No, we're not. We're okay. Can we just can we just click back? We're not all over the place. We're right where we need to be. Can we click back? Okay, just click back two clicks. Okay. <clears throat> I'm assuming, and maybe you have some information I don't have. I'm assuming that he's suspended without pay, right? For for the three games, which represents 25 percent of his salary. Okay, I guess yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, so that. But that second that, thing is, he said, "I've never been, I've never heard of anybody being in the jury room to decide their face." The defendant. This man is not on trial. The defendant. There's, he's not on trial. No, he was. But they were. They and were he's not the defendant. They were. Okay. He was. Zach, Zach Smith he, is the, he was is the defendant, defendant in this situation. Okay. They he's weren't deciding the Zach Smith's fate. They weren't right. deciding. The board of trustees was deciding Urban Meyer's fate. Period. And he was allowed at that meeting, right? Which okay. was not. A, which so, was not so, a court proceeding. So, so, and, but so, he, and he's not on trial. I think we all know that. But hold on. He was a co-defendant in the court of public opinion. And he was a he was a defendant okay. and that, with the board of trustees, which allowed and, him to be and, there the and entire that's time the, of the meeting. That's the problem. That's the which conflict. Do. That's the the moral conflict that I have with the situation is because when I first heard the news, because I saw it on CNN, and when I heard what they had done initially <clears throat> with the three games, I didn't even know that 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 they allowed him. In, into the deliberation sure. amongst Showed the board up, of trustees, and they ordered the media pizzas. Yeah, see that that's that's different, and and, and what ends What's up wrong happening? No, nah, it was it was a kangaroo proceeding. That's what there's no there's was no account, a, it, it, there's no accountability mark. No zero. What what? Do, okay, all I'm asking from y'all's perspective is mm-hmm. what was your what was your expectation? Going into what is not a he, court proceeding, he should have been which held is an issue for something, he and he over, was he, he was suspended for three games, and I think he's going to forfeit twenty five percent of his salary. I would think but, if he gets paid by. Game. But he knew of the abuse and the level of the all that's abuse. all that's true, all that's true. Nobody, I don't think anybody's defending that or mm-hmm. arguing that. The question mm-hmm. just became, at least to me and and I believe other reasonable people, is mm-hmm. what. What is a reasonable penalty for um, if if you were complicit? And to what degree was he complicit? And the board of trustees, the president of the university, the AD, came up to the conclusion that losing his job, which is what I think, I'll be honest, I think it's more of a, uh, I think a lot of people are looking at it as more of a football issue than a personal issue, than a, than a, domestic abuse issue because uh-huh. if it's about domestic <clears throat> abuse the concern should be on the woman mm-hmm. her safety 
the individual who perpetrated Zach Smith, who perpetrated the crimes upon her, mm-hmm. and making sure that that him, that that guy, Zach Smith, mm-hmm. a multiple offender, is not back out there to date somebody else's sister, somebody else's daughter, yeah. and do the same thing to her. And I think yeah. if you're serious about domestic violence, I think at some point there has to be some light shed on this guy. Because I don't know if this guy's in jail. I don't know if he's running around. I don't really know because everybody wants to make the issue about Urban Meyer. Uh And I think we need to put some light on actually the guy who did it and make sure he don't do it to somebody else. And I think had Urban Meyer taken the approach that Mark just spoke about, take some action Mm -hmm. when he first heard about it in Mm -hmm. 2009, not continue to employ him at his next stop, then maybe Urban Meyer himself could have saved Courtney Smith from numerous beatings. Mm. Um, I think that That's I think point. that or or numerous alleged beatings. But <clears> according to point. the police reports that tread across two different states, mm-hmm. these things happen. Mm-hmm. To and according to Ohio State's own investigation, these things happen. So so I, I think that once you start, so to, you think it, just it, just I'm going to just ask the question. You feel like his employment was part and parcel to his abusive nature. I think, yes, because once you once you find out someone in your outfit that you're employing is beating on his wife, and the next morning you <laughs> y'all show up to the facility and you're looking at this guy in the face, and you already know what he did the night before, yeah. according yeah. to your own wife. Does that go wife, for neighbors, too? Unless... Does un- that go for family members? Unless, no, but, it, but, it, but, it, but if but, you're but, in charge but, of a man's employment... Sometimes, like, and, and sometimes <laughs> you have the opportunity to exact your own measure of discipline, whether it be at the ballot box, you don't vote for a guy that committed certain crimes, and sometimes in rare instances, you're in Urban Meyer's position where you can cut off a guy's ability to make money and reprimand him and report him to the police, if, which he never did. If I may interject, and let me add this to it. No, no, no. Let me add this. Let me add this too. And you, you're a guy who has employed many, many people throughout the span of your career. Let let's, me raise let's, my hand. Let's take the. Let's take this for an example. Let's say you have an employee here at the studio. And he may be, like, talented and he may be, you know, a part of the team, a vital part of the team. But let's say one day you walking out of the studio and you just happen to see him in an argument outside with his wife and he just fucking steals on a right then in the parking lot. You like, oh, shit. And you go over there and separate the whole thing and, and and she's telling you when y'all in the parking lot, oh, he does this all the time. Blase, blase, woo, woo, woo. Would he still have a job? You know me. You know me much better than that. Okay. To to even pose that question, I'm. But that's. But that's. I don't. Okay. I don't. First of all, you know me. You know I don't operate on a a low moral plane. True. I try to. I try to play above that. Absolutely. And of course, I would put myself if if particularly if I witnessed it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I would definitely put myself in the middle of it. Okay. And and uh, and do what was necessary on both sides to to protect her. From him, and to get him straightened out. If and and, and I think I I also think too, because it's easy to sort of paint these situations with a broad brush, but you don't know until you really know all the details to what extent these things these things happen within couples' relationships. Mm-hmm. So the question becomes: Does the guy need help? Does he need to be incarcerated? And, and and that's what I'm saying even about the Zach Smith situation. We don't know <clears throat> because nobody's talking about the guy who did it. Mm-hmm. Nobody's even really talking about the woman. You know, there's a handful of women that are out there that are kind of going, yeah, it's a women's, it's a, it's a women's issue. And, and, and she's not being discussed. 
I haven't seen. And I don't know if she wants to discuss it. I don't know if she wants visibility or not. And that's mm-hmm. her choice. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I'm saying is I believe that in this grand football discussion mm-hmm. about Urban Meyer mm-hmm. and what his responsibility was, we all said in a previous po- podcast that we thought he was responsible. The question just becomes, and where we all disagree, or at least I disagree with with Rob on this, mm-hmm. this is I don't think – it rises to the level of him losing his employment and no, soiling and, and effectively soiling his career from this point out. That fate I, should be left for the perpetrator. Right, right. That fate should I be left for the guy who Absolutely. actually did it. Absolutely. Now, if we find varying varying levels of uh, of Urban being complicit, like because I don't think that anybody would even argue if he was suspended for six games or even if he was dis- suspended for the season— but this sort of mob mentality of he has to lose his job and he needs to lose his yeah. job, which is a lot of what the pushback is out there. Okay. It's like everybody goes, oh, Ohio State was a sham or whatever. But that's day business in my view. Mm-hmm. I guess it is a state university, so maybe it's the state's business. But strictly, I'm looking at it from a football perspective. Okay. From their football mm-hmm. family, they handled it as they saw fit. It's they- not a government issue. It's not a legal issue, contrary to what Rob said. It it's wasn't a, moral, a trial. It's a moral issue. It is issue. a moral issue. And Ohio State has to answer for that academically, uh, with female enrollment, like all of that. But I, let me throw a question back to y'all, too. Sure. If I know you have a sister, you don't. Or you have sisters, plural or one? I have sisters. Sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all got sisters. Mm-hmm. If you found out. Your sister was getting hands put on her mm-hmm. by her boyfriend that's the manager at Publix. Okay. Are you going to his manager at Publix to be mad or are you going to go see him? No, nah, I'm going to go see You're going to go see him. I, I'm going to go see him about it. Yeah, you're not going to go see who employs him. If if if, if he works at but Flying Biscuit, like but, you're not going to hold different. him. Yeah, it's, that's, that's, it might that's be different, but what that's, I'm saying is if you're focused, it's what not. The, what, no, what happened? Hold on. What, what I'm say, hold on a second. No, hold on. Let him, hold let on. What, what I'm saying is from the standpoint of you as a brother okay, or as a dad, okay, your concern, your first concern uh-huh. is going to be the dude who did it to your daughter. True. Or your sister. You're going to take things up with him. And then after you get done with that, then you're going to go, who else was complicit? Who knew this was happening, my baby girl? Who knew this? And uh, you're going to step there. To me, this whole thing is out of order because even with the guy who originally broke the story from ESPN, whose name I forget right now, Brett, Brett, Brett McMurphy, mm-hmm. it's like it seems like his goal, at least from what I can see, uh-huh. is to be the guy who brings down a football powerhouse. And I'm like, dude. Reshape it, refocus it, and go put the light where the light belongs. Mm-hmm. Stop trying to think this is about bringing down a football empire. Go bring down an abuser because there's a lot of those guys out there. Some of them work at Kenny Shoes. Some of them work at Publix. Not all of them are wide receiver coaches for Ohio State, and we should be equally outraged. No, no, and, and listen, I agree with you from the position of the abuser. The light should be on him. The focus should be on him and the deplorable and despicable things that he did towards his wife and the abuse that he put her through. True enough. But the main reason why Urban Meyer is getting the backlash that he's getting or the even Ohio State that they may be getting right now from regular people on the street is because 
most abuse carries on due to enablers and people in their own way being complicit. And that's the problem. If it continues to get covered up, if people continue to enable those individuals by either employing them or or anything like that, like basically. But doesn't that also extend to to neighbors, family members? No, 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 because because. In this particular realm, if I am your employer or if I'm over you in the hierarchy of a corporation and I know that you're doing and, and and getting back to your point, I know that you would do the same thing. I didn't pose that question even. I hope that wasn't misconstrued the, the question I was not. posing. But the I reason take it no type of way. The reason why I presented that was is because we as moral men, men of character, men of integrity, men who value the women in their lives, who value all women, human beings in general. We wouldn't tolerate that. We would be like, yo, that motherfucker's got to go. I just saw him. But Urban Meyer's not in my life. I, re- you know, I require no, no, that from the people no, no, no. I get involved with. I don't look to Urban Meyer when I'm, when for I'm, integrity. When I'm, when I'm pre- I look for Urban Meyer for football coaching. What I'm presenting is. And so does Ohio State. But but it's sending a message, though. It's like it's like people the saying. The sent all over the place. There's athletes playing that do stuff all the time. Like, like. This they is business. Been, they could have been a little bit more harsh. I'm not saying a man well, has to lose his job. You got to think about the type of dude he is. This is a man when he found out when, that this was about to go public, went to his assistant coaches and tried to figure out how to delete text messages off his phone from 2015. That's... That, that's, that's that's what Urban Meyer did. That's that's and that's yeah, because he's the only that's, person that and that's thought Ohio about doing State's, that. That's Ohio State's own investigation. That ain't Brett McMurphy. That's Ohio State's own investigation. This is a man. This is that is a any man. different than Tom Brady that, trying that, to destroy his phone kinda, this is because he thought the text messages kinda, would disappear? That's this, some form of obstruction, too. Sure, and this is this is to also a criminal a man, proceeding. And 2015, <laughs> when the when when the investigation was happening, made no mention to Gene Smith that these same allegations were happening in 2009. Maybe Gene Smith would have acted differently, but that's he didn't mention that. He that's went out problem. of his way to cover up for Zach Smith. That's, a that's what he did. This that's is a, a guy problem. This is a guy with dick pics on his phone at the White House. Now, his lawyer has since come out and say the dick pics on, the dick pics on his phone are not his. So, for clarity, so, so they're dick pics we're, not, on we're his talking phone, about right? Zach Smith's dick. Not Urban Meyer's dick, so, just so no, we clear. No, no. no, we're talking about... Because that sounded unclear. This is what you know. This is what you this know. This is Zach Smith. This is what we know. We know he had $2,200 of sex toys sent to, sent to Ohio State's training facility. Zach Smith. We know that. Yes, not we Urban Meyer. But Urban Zach Meyer Smith. knew this. But Urban Meyer knew oh, this. How would Urban Meyer know that? How can because, you not what's coming in and out of your program? Here we go. Okay. In the course... This is, this, is from, this is from Ohio State's own investigation. In the course of our review, as the factual discussion in this summary reflects, we identified a pattern of troubling behavior by Zach Smith, promiscuous and embarrassing sexual behavior, drug abuse, truancy, dishonesty, financial irresponsibility, a possible NCAA violation, and a lengthy police investigation into... into allegations of criminal, domestic violence, and cyber crimes. Repeatedly, Zach Smith's conduct was met with reprimands and warnings by Coach Smith, but never a, by Coach Meyer, but never a written report, never an investigation, and no disciplinary no disciplinary action uh, no until bueno. 2018. No bueno. Please, no bueno. So what y'all want? Like, Please, but no y'all bueno. saying that, and y'all, what do y'all want to happen? What is what, what rises? Because had he okay, so earlier, he could have probably possibly okay. saved that woman from ass whoopings. So that's what he could have done. Yep. And for everybody that's still rooting for Urban Meyer, that's a poor reflection of them. That ain't okay. a poor reflection of nobody else okay. but them. And the I'm, only I'm reason willing to stand behind what I, what I what I feel. Here's what I say. Here's what I say. I don't think I don't think it goes 
to that extent. I'm saying because you just ran off Zach Smith's but you're list of of, of, no, of no, atrocities. No, no, no. But no, these no, no. are things that he did up under Rob, Urban Meyer's watch that he Rob, was totally aware Rob, of. You got to do more Rob, than just let him chill. And the only reason he got fired is because the restraining order came to let light. Let me say, let me say this: This is a chink in his <clears throat> armor. The man obviously is of poor character or integrity as it relates to issues like that. I don't think him as a coach, I don't think that that should be disciplined in any way or or anything should be taken away from him in that sense. Look, football, especially for Ohio State, is big business. So I knew that they weren't going to fire him. That wasn't going to Everybody happen. Knew Everybody knew that. Everybody knew that. that. The investigation was about how to so keep Urban Meyer. So why right. do we rage? Why are we raging Because, because no, no, we no. can... St- why are we, we raging? Because well, we, can, we, can we, can, we can still talk about it from the, from the standpoint of what... What did they cash in? So Urban Meyer's legacy now is great football mind, morally bankrupt coach, and I think yeah, because he's the first his one. His brand of those. took a, his brand. It's, like, it's not what he's about one, he's the first this one. This is of those. not what about ism. This, this is about the, Urban Meyer. This is the Me Too. This is the Me <laughs> no, Too no, movement. Yeah. And, this and, is and like, that's the first thing people try to do. He didn't, he didn't hit the girl. I mean, we, yes, we got, but no, he, he didn't. But, but he, he looked at a man that did it for almost ten years and said, "Oh, that's fucked up." If Judy was telling you that that I was beating my wife's ass, would you continue to do this podcast with me? No, no, hell absolutely no. not. No, but but that's what Urban Meyer did. But okay, that, but, but so, at but, the end of the but day, so, so so you don't hold him to the same standard as you hold yourself. No, okay. So so the <laughs> why, why would I have to hold him to so the? the I don't have yeah. because at the end of the day, so because he makes you feel good because you he doesn't root make for me Ohio feel State. anything. You root for Ohio he doesn't State. make me feel anything. Yeah, he does. That's the reason why he doesn't he's make there. me feel because anything. Because when he wins, he makes the fans feel good. That's why he's still there. What I'm saying, ninety point one percent winning percentage. Okay, look, that's great. I understand what he's saying. But here's what I'm saying, because I don't I don't live in that I don't live in the hypocrisy bubble uh-huh. when it comes to all things college athletics, <laughs> specifically football. There's a lot of things that go wrong. There's a lot of things that happen. Okay. Coaches have to take responsibility of their programs and, and for their kids and for their coaching staffs. I get that. Mm-hmm. But does it make do I get is there a bonus check in it for me if Urban Meyer gets fired? Mm-hmm. I, what, everybody who's got this rage, where does it end? Well, is it enough for him to get fired? What if he sits out two years and then now he's coaching at university, whatever? Are you are you are you raging then? Is should he never coach again? Like what does he what does he get to do? You know in your what? in your world where you're the boss of everybody, what do you get to do? And you know what? And you know what? Because and that that's gonna allow me to transition into the into the next point of of our conversation too. I want to talk about Michelle Beadle at uh, ESPN, and I want to talk about. Because we're in, in relation to rage, right? And she how, shows, and she how, and how people brand and rage. how people are in rage. <laughs> now it's been reported that due to her recent comment on air saying that she is not going to look at continue to look at NFL football and now college football, due to the fact that as a as a woman she feels like um, the issues related to uh, people of color and issues related to women are not respected by either one of these particular institutions within the sports world or in the, or in the game of football to be more specific. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. Oh, and, and with that being said, she hasn't been fired. She oh, no, just she, moved. Got, she got kind of promoted. She got kind of promoted. And, and here's what I'll say about it. Because, and I know pr- probably a lot of people may have um, mixed feelings about it, but honestly, I applaud her for being willing to speak out and take a stand in that sense because, I mean, in a, in a, I'm not going to say in a lot of ways. I'll say I feel the same way. I think that 
But you speaking out? Yeah, I no, I, <laughs> definitely speaking out, and I and I think and I think her doing that, I think hopefully that will spark even more uh, journalists or analysts. She's not a journalist. Well, journalist or an- <laughs> journalist. Well, or she's analyst, not a journalist. She's just, she's just a host. Well, host, analyst, whatever. But I hope people within that realm who have she ain't never written for nobody. Cam- camera time and all of that kind of stuff and a face that people kind of are familiar with and have a fan base. I hope that they would be willing to um, stand in solidarity with her as it relates to those issues because Boo. because Boo this because, man because because honestly if if. <laughs> If these social, if these social and political issues, and especially things as important as domestic violence, things related to uh, uh, police corruption, uh, and and black people being abused and killed by corrupt uh, law enforcement on the street, I mean, all of these things line up as far as the the moral aspect of them. I feel you. I, and I get that. and when and when a corporation. Or when a business refuses to acknowledge those things on its playing field that are directly related or correlate to, to their particular playing field, and you have an opportunity to stand on the right side of history, no matter what the consequences may be at that particular time, at that current time, I think it's better to roll the dice and say, you know what? I may lose out on a few seasons of football, or I may lose out on this season I'm of football. I'm not doing that. But I'm gonna I'm gonna do the right thing and stand in solidarity with this movement by either disciplining this person or by saying, no, those players can kneel on the field. Okay, like, you know what I'm saying. All right, let me. I'm gonna try to get. I'm gonna try to does get that, back to does, the target. I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna go back. No, just... no, no. I I followed you. I followed what you okay. were saying. Easy to but, follow. Okay. Yeah. No, it was easy enough to follow. Yeah. Let's go back to Michelle Beadle. Okay. I said when. Get Up aired in April or I think March or April, which is the show she's on with Mike right, Greenberg right. and Jalen Rose. Mm-hmm. When I watched, I, I gave it a week. I watched the show. The show was a brick. It's, okay. it's suffering in the in the ratings because it's whack. Okay. And she's whack on it. Okay. And she was already whack on it. They said that she didn't want to do the show to begin with. But she took the $5 million but check. she took the, right. And he kept anting up. I would have taken it too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And, and so that's I'll do, why, I'll do a show on but Fox that's why I'm million. not buying any of the fake rage and the protest on some real shit because it's easy for her to opt out now. After she's taken the you money, think as a woman, that's fake rage. No, because as a woman, because no, for the reasons that she said, let's let's examine they that. They also announced that they'd have eleven guest hosts coming this fall. Yeah, to, to talk to, about to, because football. they have to they, they have to try to turn the soil okay. over on the show because so it's it not does working. Seem like curious time for her to take the grandstanding to take the grandstand have eleven to le- additional eleven guest yes. hosts come and also a few more female guest hosts. Who are all better than her, first of all. And I said this, I said this back in April. Okay. Like she seemed disinterested to me. I said that. I said when I watched her and she's always seemingly coming at Jalen, she gets on Jalen Rose and she has a really weird disposition. Very cynical. Then she's very cynical. She didn't seem like somebody that was exciting, excited to be there. And okay. listen, we all been around media for a long time. Mm-hmm. We know the whole idea of morning show television and radio is to get you up, get you going, get your day popping. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what they do. That's what Good Morning America does. That's what whatever the jock is in your area with the morning show. She was on there, like, half-heartedly delivering 
the morning sports news for a lot of people who go to bed early and depend on it. So I already wasn't messing with her. The second thing is I didn't hear. Now, maybe y'all have because you guys look at different things than I do. I did not hear her ever state or say anything about the kneeling protests, black people, social injustice, anything until this most recent statement going, I'm not watching football because of their treatment of African-Americans. I never heard that until this past I, week. I didn't, I, hear, I didn't hear it either. Uh, she was, you know, she, she, and she just threw it in there. She said how they treat, they definitely don't care about people of color. Right. She yeah. She threw on, it in as an add on. Like, on, can I get some extra like cheese on my pizza? It, it would have been great for her. She to threw have it been, in. To have been. But she was cool to eat the pizza without this it. outspoken. Last year? Sure. Okay. Or, the year before, or the year before? Or any point in her life, because social injustice for black people has always been there. Correct. So don't come up with the like the brand new, I'm going to take this stance. Now, as a woman, she has every right to take that position, right? Okay. Every right. And I'm not knocking that, but I'm, okay. I'm, I'm setting all that up to say okay. she wasn't very good on the show. Okay. She took the money to do the show. And seemed like she didn't want to be there. And as a person who's act- actively, so that disqualifies. No, no, no. Race? I'm not saying that. But you got to you got to take it all in. Well, right? we're, what we're doing it, is I'm we're just, just posing the question. I'm just I'm putting it out there. You got you got to put it all Think in. Think about it. these compensating factors. Okay. Yeah, I'm just okay. I'm for people who don't know. Okay. I'm giving you all the all the and the show was failing in the ratings. Okay. Now she's back on NBA Countdown, which is a, a great show. Everybody loves that show. NBA's popping. Mm-hmm. So she's back there where she was, she came from there. Mm-hmm. So And she's back in L.A. as opposed to living in New York. Okay. So all I'm saying is I'm not completely buying the, the political stance. I'm not saying as a woman hmm. that she can't voice her opinion about how women are treated in and around the NFL because there has been a lot of abuse. But yeah. I didn't hear... That rage coming from her when Ray Rice knocked his fiance at that time, now wife, unconscious in the elevator. Like she may have voiced an opinion, but it wasn't the I'm I'm not gonna watch football. I didn't hear the I'm not gonna watch football till this past week. And and and, and so so she got so she and she also. But then got, she did say that she wasn't even watching football last season. She was like, "This is my this is a continued thing." Right, but I, okay, and I'm not saying that she wasn't. I just I wasn't aware of it. I'm not saying that that was that hadn't been her stance. Uh, okay, but like well, Mark was when he started this off, basically saying, you know, we didn't. I didn't hear, and and maybe it's out there that she was taking this stance due to the mistreatment and the social injustices. Okay. That were going on with black people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like this Urban Meyer, uh, or not the Urban Meyer, but the Ohio State decision to suspend him for only three games mm-hmm. was the straw that broke the camel's back for her as it relates to uh, college football. But it also it also is in conjunction with some changes that seemingly ESPN was already making to the show that were already in motion. That were already yeah. in motion, right? And she and 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 then she got added to a, a brand new show after the buzzer which is going to come on, I believe, on Wednesdays and Fridays after the NBA games conclude. And she got a couple of more deals, I mean, a couple of more years added to her deal. Okay, so let me let me just so, ask. So, 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 uh, okay. and, she's, okay. and she's not that good. No, she's not. In my opinion, she's not she's that not even good. that good. So let, yeah. me, well, well, let me ask y'all this then. So, the, so then why would she... Why would she choose to use her voice like that? Like, if she's already in a winning position, 
where her contract. Because she gets to look magnanimous. She gets to look like a hero, and that's what I'm saying. I'm just not giving her so that. So you guys are really disqualifying. I'm just. I'm, I'm not just a little. I'm not disqualifying, her, but I'm, not, I'm just a little cynical a for that. Sincere rage. I'm not disqualifying. First I, of all, everybody needs to stop short of the rage unless you're going to unless you're going to attach that specifically to the victim and the person who did. I want all the rage going to the victim and the person who did the crime. Uh, am I, if your rage is directed. All over there and not to them, then I'm not even hearing my, it. Anymore. My rage is there and at the people who could have stepped in to stop it. But me too. My but I, I would like to now, say let's talk about them too. But I would let's like, do a show for them. I would <laughs> I would like to I would just like to say that you know I feel like the 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 new stance as it relates to you know the NFL not her stance on the NFL not caring about people of color mm-hmm. that was new to me. Okay. Um and I. I would have appreciated if she would have made that, uh, made made that claim and made that distinction a little bit uh, earlier, okay. Uh, as opposed to you know everybody, every everybody, including a lot of Ohio State supporters, were were, were pretty taken aback by the three game suspension. Mm-hmm. That 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 part is is understood, mm-hmm. um, but I think that just for her to 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 take this grandstand on the show was a little bit surprising. For me, hey, and if she really mm-hmm. feels like that, more power to her. I, hey, do your thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seemed you seemingly got rewarded for taking a stand, at least by you know Disney. Can I be know? the first one to just say privilege? Can I just apply privilege here? Because I don't. I think because yeah, Jamel Hell didn't get that. She certainly didn't get that, oh, and yeah. and oh, by yeah, by yeah. taking her stance mm-hmm. well, yeah, uh, and what's going to be proven that's to true. be right politically when it's that's all said true. and done. Um, I I don't think at the end of the day, and I'm not. I, 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 you know, I fuck with you, Weave. Yeah. But I'm not coming across your way on this one, this particular situation with her, because I'm just not buying it. <laughs> I'm not buying it from her. Okay. Um, you want to prove it, prove it. You know what I mean? You want to prove, like, your age that you upset. Like, this is a girl from, like, I read up but on her. But isn't that a way? Let me ask you this, though. If you have a voice. Isn't that the way to prove it? Is by I just saying, wish she would have hey, said something last I'm year. Not if yeah, because if no, she had a problem Jason with just, how the NFL was treating black people and okay. how they were treating their players, well, I wish she would have had this outrage and this outburst last year on whatever she, platform. Or, or, she or if you have it, or if you have it exactly expanded to the the lack of minority coaches on the Division One level, the lack of coordinator and uh, offensive defensive I, coordinator speak hiring on, speak on, on, on on the college level okay. and the pro speak level. On the like gospel. if you go, if it ain't even are, Sunday. No, let me say this week. Let me let me finish the point. Okay. These are things, and now that we get into football, we obviously going to be talking about more of this stuff. Right. These are things that resonate with people like us. Like these, these things live at or at the surface or just beneath the surface. Mm-hmm. So the it doesn't take us long to get to that point of rage on the issues that matter to us. Okay. All we're, I'm we're at 9.9. We're at 9.9. On minority hiring, <laughs> Trump. It don't take much everything. To get we going. we live there. Yeah, yeah. I haven't heard any of this from her. So when I started to search for her, and I know we're gonna move off of this, mm. it's a young lady. She went to she went to college to study law. Mm. She didn't want to do that. She fell back out of that. Mm. Stayed out three years. Mm-hmm. Went back to school. Dad made a call to the Spurs because her dad is a big high up executive. In the oil business okay. in Texas. Okay. So she comes from means. She comes from okay. bread. Okay. She goes in. Dad makes a call. She gets on like a little little hosting situation okay. with the Spurs. And then one thing leads to another, probably with daddy making calls as needed as she goes along. 
And she's been able to take that from where she is. So when you said journalist, I took offense to it just because she's never written for a magazine. She's never written for a newspaper, any of those things. So I'm I'm, I'm just I'm giving you a perspective. She's a host Uh of shows Uh and she's always sort of capitalized on sort of being the the bubbly blonde chick who's cool enough to have a beer with you while you're watching the game. Okay. Like that's kind of her brand. Okay. And it's cool. I actually liked her in the beginning. She was on Sports Nation and she left, went to NBC, came back. Was she back. on Collins Show for a second? I don't think she was on Collins Show. She, I don't think she's ever been associated with Well, you're talking about when he was on ESPN, yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah, Perhaps. Yeah. Okay. But I, I'm saying all this to say she doesn't have a history of sort of calling out injustices. Okay. Calling out bullshit. Okay. Calling out even women's issues. Maybe behind the scenes, maybe she's quietly done it. Mm-hmm. She hasn't been one of the bigger voices in that. There's been other women that are on ESPN that are amazing journalists, that are amazing at what they do. I just don't think she's one of them. Okay. And and women who have have attached themselves to the advancement of women in the profession. Uh-huh. So all I'm saying about her, I'm not knocking that anything is what she's saying from a from the the meat of it of what she's saying, I'm questioning the messenger. Okay, well, and let, the timing. Well, let me let me let me say this, and in, in, in closing with this subject, because we we've been on it for a while. Listen, hey, I, and Michelle Beadle, hopefully you're listening to the show. I no, mean, we, absolutely. We, we want, and and we here, want you to be a fan. And here's the thing: I understand. <laughs> Whatever. I, I understand care. she comes from. I understand she comes from privilege. You know, and and I get the fact that like she no comes disrespect. From, I know she comes from like a dad with, with all due money. With all due respect. Oh no, no, this this is dead serious. Like I just, I understand she comes from a, a privileged background. The whole nine. She probably has had the phone call from dad to help her move up the hierarchy. Um, but I'll say this: just because a person comes from a privileged background, and just because seemingly it comes across like. They've never gone through any hardship or any adversity or any challenges that doesn't disqualify whatever anger that they may feel, whatever issue that they may take up with a particular subject that may hit close to home for them. Because we don't know what her journey has been as a a woman, as an individual. She may have encountered this type of behavior before. Like she may have been in a relation. We don't know. So her taking a position and it wasn't like she said, Everybody should boycott college football and NFL. She said, me personally, I don't feel like I want to continue to support college football and NFL. And you know what? It's free my weekends up, and I'm cool with that. Hold on, hold on. Let me, no, 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 hold on. And let me let me finish my point with this. And I'll put it, I'll put it this way, too. Even when it came down to the, the, the kids in cages of what Trump was doing, that's when you saw mothers of all races, whether they were white, black, Hispanic, whatever, all mothers were enraged because it was a common thing that they all saw that they just thought was absolutely deplorable and that they could not continue to stand by as women with morals and look at and, and support. So I think when it comes to issues like this in particular where women are affected, I think that's a universal language that they all can relate to and that they all speak to one another, no matter whether they're white, black, Hispanic, whatever the case. And I think that's why she jumped in. And I think she used or she utilized, in a sense, the um, uh, kneeling and that protest to kind of 
build some kind of correlation between the two because it all has to do with. Or maybe she's just a culture vulture. I don't think. I don't think. Shout that. out Damon Dash. I don't. I, I honestly don't think that. I, I honestly do feel when people are passionate about something, they gonna speak out about it. Like I'm pretty sure there are a lot of my white fans. Keeping it all the way real, I'm pretty sure that there are a lot of fans of mine who are white, who maybe follow me on Instagram, who've grown up watching me on the Disney Channel or know me from the Lion King or know me from the Jacksons or whatever, and probably don't agree. I love ambition. Or yeah, nice or, little stunt button. But of, uh, but but they probably discography. But they, <laughs> but they probably don't agree with my stance on on issues related to our people and and how it affects us because I'm very outspoken about it. And I don't mind. No, and I get that. The only thing is, Michelle so, Beadle hadn't been. That's the point that I'm making. It's new rage. And, yeah. and, and to your point about women, let's, t- let's just talk about that for just a brief second. Okay. When, and, when I was researching this <clears throat> and I Googled women, just women at ESPN, the first nine articles are about the hottest women reporters on TV. It's all about their physical appearance. Okay. Like thing after thing after thing. Yeah. Which I think is total bullshit. Because Why? there's women who's the most attractive. These are journalists. They shouldn't be judged on who's the most attractive. They don't do that for men. So when you start talking about the fight of women inside there to overcome things, to even just work in sports, there's other women that I feel are more qualified to talk about this. Okay. And to be the voice of this issue of I'm going to take a stance within the world of sports, particularly with football. There's there's other women. And ESPN, actually, I have to take my hands off to them. Take my, I always have this Mike Tyson. I'm going to take my hands off. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take my hat off to ESPN because they've hired a lot of incredible women reporters, hosts, and journalists that I think are really, really dope and top-notch. And everybody knows I, I have a, a fondness for – Jamel Hill, particularly because I feel like at the at the level that she plays at, mm-hmm. she's taking shots and arrows that Daily. are unthinkable. Daily. Yeah, yeah. From and, from fans, yeah. internal situations, everything. Yeah. And so I from, just from see from executives the, inside. Executives inside yeah. for a from what I read and what's reported, I know these things are always kinda of go either way. For 20% of the money that Michelle Beadle makes, who's never mm. written an article, who's never been a columnist at the Orlando Sentinel, Understood. like any of those things. So, mm-hmm. again, I'm not – my issue here is not about against the position as her as a woman. Mm. It's the messenger. Now, if you – and then you got a job. You got a job paying $5 million. Do your job. They tell athletes to shut up and play. Do your job. Your right. job is to report on sports. When you go there and go, I'm not going to watch football, but I'm in the sports business, I feel some type of way about that. She you, said it, but we all know, me and you particularly know, that you don't have to watch football to be on ESPN or any of these other networks <laughs> exactly. and give your opinion and, 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 give, your, you know, and give, right. your, give your analysis. Because we, you and I both know that we've seen some guys out there that we know probably don't watch as much football as they should right. relative to their paycheck. And here's, and here's the other thing, too. Like, at the end of the day, there's, there was – there was less grandstandy ways to do it. Just say, I don't mess with Urban Meyer. Say, I don't mess with Ohio State. But to go, I'm not watching college or pro football. I think the bigger reason not to watch college football, if we really want to be honest, and this is another topic for another day, is the complete and total exploitation of the athlete, the free labor uh, yeah. in a seven billion dollar industry yeah, where they whole, don't have to pay any players. Show, like absolutely. at the end of the day, or compensate <laughs> them beyond. 
uh, room and board and a and 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 too many of the in too many cases a sham of an education. Not in all, but in some. So if we're gonna be rage, if we're gonna rage about college football overall, then let's find the right things to rage about. If you want to boycott Ohio State, do it. You want to boycott Urban Meyer, do it. I get that. That's everybody's individual choice. You when, in our thing, you said, "Hey, man, I hope Ohio State lose every game." That's your prerogative. Like, and and it's it's Michelle Beatles, but to get there on TV as a person in this position who has this job and go, "I'm not watching any football." Like, as it was, it seemed petulant to me. Well, just see the the audacity. I think, um, you know, and I hey, look, 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 look. I know we we've been on this subject a long time. Mm. I just felt like um, it, it felt like if petulant is the right word. Just petulant. It felt uh, grandstandy, um, and the messenger is probably the, the right when you start talking about shoot the messenger or don't shoot the messenger. I, I felt the messenger was a little bit flawed. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that she don't she don't feel what she feel. Mm-hmm. I just felt like how, why why not have this rage earlier? You know, Urban Meyer, because the reality is, and to Mark's point, and I hate to. To, to, to hop on his side for this brief second. But there have been perpetrators who directly committed that violence that she that she didn't have this outrage about. Yeah, you know that, that that directly, you know, you know, when my man uh from from uh got signed by the Dallas Cowboys from the Panthers, right who, who Greg his Hardy. wife Greg Hardy who Greg slammed Hardy. her on all the guns and all of that. You know, I didn't hear I didn't I didn't hear her say she wasn't gonna watch football no more. No. I didn't hear, and that's a guy who directly who directly did that, you know. So and and, and you could have so so I just feel I just feel like a little earlier would have been nice. No, 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 no. And to wrap it and to wrap it up, listen, this is what I will say, and I think that was a really spirited discussion and I and I definitely respect you guys' opinion and where you're coming from. Here's what I will say though, just on behalf of Stat Lines Matter as a collective, you know, we we definitely stand by uh, by the women and, and and even men out there who have been affected by either some kind of domestic physical abuse, sexual abuse, any any kind of abuse whatsoever. Like we don't stand by it. We we definitely. What's the abuse you take from Mark? What's that? What we call that's it? That's verbal abuse. <laughs> okay, verbal abuse. That's just straight okay. verbal. <laughs> Verbal. No, but honestly, all all, all jokes aside, we uh not phone guilty. ring two hours later. <laughs> you stupid. Not nah, guilty. But, but all but all jokes aside, we we here at, at Stat Lines Matter just want to let everybody know out there, like you know that uh, that we definitely stand with the victims of of of, of abuse, and uh, we hope the best for everybody, especially as it relates to uh, the Ohio State situation and Urban Meyer and and the whole nine. So and Courtney Smith, we with you. Absolutely. I want to mention you by name. I mean, please, name. let's Courtney mention Smith Courtney Smith by name because yeah. she deserves that. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So, okay, so fellas, moving into another subject. This is just completely to the far left now, but I, it, it's important to discuss. The new helmet rule in the NFL is basically it's going to affect the way that the game is played, especially from a defensive standpoint. Um I know you guys probably have more of the in-depth, like, you know, information uh, as it relates to it. But for those out there that are listening that aren't familiar with the new helmet rule, uh, will either one of you gentlemen please? uh, It's really simple. It's just basically if you lower your helmet to initiate contact with the the offensive player with the ball. That's basically it. That is the rule. Now, um, they've said, though, that that some believe – that it's uh, a scare tactic, um, and they won't enforce it because they've already uh, 
added an amendment to the rule, okay. which is uh, if it's incidental, meaning they're they're not intentionally trying to deliver a blow that is hurtful, then there'll there'll be no penalty. But and I, I had mentioned this to Mark earlier in the week uh, when they were when they were calling pass interference like crazy. I, I don't know if it was last preseason or the year before, but they were just trying to get the guys to play um, with a little bit more control. And when the season began, the the the, the penalties on 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 um, the penalties on the uh, pass interference declined. And so that's what you know, you're starting to hear some scuttlebutt about that, um, about, you know, it was just more of a trying to get the guys to play under control. I hope so, because this is the type of penalty that I was telling Mark that that could, that, that people could lose jobs because mm. of, you know, personal foul. Now all of a sudden, if you get a, you know, third or fourth down a key stop, that's a person, it's a personal foul, foul, foul penalty, 15 yards, automatic first down. So this could actually, you know, this call could actually change some games. And I do believe we'll see a couple of games changed by in the regular season. Okay. Um, but but if but I think that if it turns into something egregious like it's been in the preseason, that it could turn some viewers away, me being one of them. Because I okay. want, because I think if you if you lower your head and, and make a, and, you know, deliver a good blow to an offensive guy and you stop him, you know, short of that first down, I believe the defense should be, should go off the field. You know, I don't think that the refs, I think it need to be less ref, uh, you know, let, less referee uh, insertion and mm-hmm. more and just let the players decide the game. That's how I feel. I don't think that less, all, all of these penalties with the, and, and I, I even go as far as the defenseless, a defenseless receiver call. I don't like that one. So I, I err on the side of, you know, where the game used to be played. Okay. Um, you know, I understand the CTE stuff and, 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 and things of that nature. But the majority of players, you know, that, that we've seen that played the, the, the game violently, they're not going through these situations. Now, some of them are. My solution to it would be, you know, just offer the players health care throughout the term of their life. You know, that's yeah, that's yeah. you know, once you let's say you, you cross over like two, three years, yeah, you know, to <coughs> vested into the league. It does seem like a solid solution. <laughs> they don't get that yeah. in their pensions though. They no, don't and get a lot of no, and a lot of these people are going into going into debt, going into bankruptcy. Trying to find out what's to, going on trying with Trying to them. figure out what's yeah. going on. And I think really? the league should be should should get should offer one hundred percent. Healthcare. They, they do offer some, but it's not 100%. I think it should be 100%. If you got a guy that developed CTE, he played the game violent, took a couple of big hits or, or a myriad of big hits, and they developed this, then, you know, I think there should be, same, like the MMA and all this, they, that's violent. Right, right, right. Have, have some, because most of the guys that you talk to that are starting to develop this will say, almost to a man, they would not change a thing. They would have done it all over again. So if that's... If that's the overwhelming sentiment from from players that have, that, that have played the game, then have have them sign you know the waiver, basically knowing that you could develop you know uh, you know life changing, life altering health uh, you know um, health defects, mm-hmm. and and let and, and then return the game to, to to the way that it used to be played. That's how I feel. Yeah, I I think and and Rob, you sort of touched on this at the beginning, uh, what you were saying. I think, and I'll add the word PR. Or the letters PR, because I think some of this is PR by the NFL. Um, How so? Because they have a real problem with chronic traumatic encephalopathy, CTE. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the elephant in the room. Mm. There's real problems, and it's real. Like you can't even you can't even like it's not up for debate anymore. Because it was like, oh no, maybe right. it is, maybe it isn't. No, we know that there's some things that are happening to guys 
that are taking these hits. And right. it doesn't necessarily, because people always associate it with it being concussed. But you don't even necessarily have to be concussed. To You just have to have that constant brain activity of the brain hitting you know the skull and all yeah, that yeah. over a long period of time yeah. to really be just dealing with these problems. So I think some of it is PR because it's impossible to to sort of legislate head contact out of the game. They just want guys to not be launching themselves. There's some old school guys that play that way. And I and I, I agree with you, Rob. I don't want to see the game lose sort of its character in terms of the hitting and the physicality because a lot of us uh, tune in to see that. Right. And I think Rob is 100% right. And to to to, to uh, echo what you were saying earlier, I don't always like just going to your side and agreeing with you, but I agree with almost everything you said. Um, I think that what they're trying to do and what they're going to do is give it the emphasis in these meaningless preseason games, call a bunch of penalties. I think in the, I was watching the Green Bay-Oakland game last night. I think it was 25 penalties in that game. So they're, they're just calling a lot of stuff. And they know once the season starts to move along that they got to pull off all that because the, l- the last thing that any of us are tuning in to see is the referee throw their hankies. Right. Like, well, <laughs> we're, not, <laughs> we're not tuning in to see it's, that. It's, it's, to, it's just such a the, – the narrative is so false. It's such a farce. If you care about player safety, get rid of the Thursday night game. What are you doing? Yeah. Giving guys three days to prepare for a game after coming off – such a such a violent yeah. four hours, now, yeah. now, but but they just renewed their contract or or, or signed a new contract for three point three billion dollars. Yeah. You know, I mean, what? And so 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 I believe what they're trying to do is take the easy way out, the cheap way out, right? I mean, just throw in another an, another penalty in the books, and that doesn't cost us any money. You know, it, let's just let's just try to. Let's just try to penalize it out the game, penalize big hits out the and game. And you know that's not going to happen. Correct. And, no, and you know, and more more importantly, you know that that's not where the CTE, the symptoms, the concussions, all those things, the head trauma, we know that it's not just coming from those on-ball activities. Correct. Guys on the offensive and defensive line are crashing heads 70, 80 snaps per game, like with each other. Like the idea that you can legislate head contact out of the game is ridiculous. It's a PR stunt. It's it's it's. It, I'm not gonna say it's a stunt, but it like Rob said, there's so yeah. many other fronts to address this on. Just start off by going. Everybody who plays this game invests five years in a league, like you said, just gets health coverage, 100%. CTE stuff, yeah. investigation. You with us, treat we'll take like, care of you to the day like you the, check the out of here. Treat them like an army veteran. Yeah. Treat them like a, one of our armed service veterans. Well, I hopefully they do better. Than well, I'm just saying yeah. they get, <laughs> their, their health care is 100% paid for. Yeah, but no, your point will take it. Yeah. So there needs to be something like that set up. Well, that's the start. Like you just you start with that. Yeah, like you just that, go okay, we got this. That should be a baseline, right? Right. Yeah, we know. That or, or what? 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 Why? Since we've been coming up, since we were kids, right? Your mama don't want you to play football. Why? Because it's you a violent hurt. game. Yeah, you could you could get hurt. That that's part of it. It's to me, it's almost like trying to legislate like hard punches out of the MMA. Like that's part of what of MMA mm-hmm. or, or legislating chokeholds out of the MMA. That is that's part of fighting. Mm-hmm. The NFL 
part when you if you you trying to bring down a man that's 220 pounds, one percent body fat, as strong as all get out. When you try to bring him down against his will, there ain't a whole lot of easy ways to do that. Right. You got to do it how you can do it. And you got to get him down basically head, by any feet, means necessary. Leg. Yeah, right. you Whatever. just hop on him like a spider monkey and just start just. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just want to hold. I mean, there's not a lot of easy ways to do that. Mm-hmm. And that 220, that guys, guys are bigger than that. You know, guys are coming faster than some of these guys are running at. You know, four two, four three. You know, and these collisions are gonna be. You got to take him down. Yeah, and, right. and and that's and that's part of the. game. And if you don't we, take him down, you're gonna be standing next to the you, coach. Yes, and, and then and then if eventually you're gonna be sitting at yeah, home watching. You're gonna be working security at exactly. the VIP. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Asking at your me, local is he club cool to get in. <laughs> is he good? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Jason, he with you? Is he with yeah, He going to be asking you, is he with you? Oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, and let me tell you something. I, I enjoy and look forward to the big hit as much as I enjoy, you know, the kickoff return for a touchdown or, you know, watching the double reverse go for 60 yards in the score. Mm. So it's not like I Which like hasn't violence. happened in a long... A double reverse hasn't broken 60 yards in the score. Yeah, but when it happened, though, you be turned. <laughs> You be like, dang, you saw that. People stop getting fooled by that in the late seventies. The flea flicker, all of it. We enjoy, we enjoy every single part of the game. Mm-hmm. That's what we enjoy. And if you start to lose your base, yeah, okay, ask Trump. You got to take care of that base. Mm-hmm. You got to take care of guys like me, Jessica. Gotta- for Christ's sake, <laughs> jeez, Jessica, we're the base. <laughs> me and you. <laughs> you see the bumper sticker on my car? Make America great again, MAGA. Anyway, MAGA. That's where I'm at. MAGA. Really. What is it? MAGA. How do they say MAGA? it? MAGA. 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 How do they say Ma- it? I don't, I don't know. know. Clan. Oh, that's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> hey, that's really, <laughs> really, really funny. Yo, yo. Okay, yo. So check it, fellas, because there was a lot of stuff that we covered today, and and it was great. We had like a really spirited discussion, and I'm really glad that we took ample enough time to discuss uh, the uh, situation at Ohio State with Urban Meyer. Um, Zach Smith. I'd like to rebrand it the Zach Smith case. Okay. Because yeah, you know what happened? Uh, Urban Meyer situation. You know what you did? Yeah. Y'all, y'all did the Obamacare thing. Y'all no, put didn't. the brand That's on it. That's what you're doing. You put the brand on it. It's, it's the Affordable Care Act. Urban Meyer. <laughs> y'all call it the Urban Meyer case. It's, it's, the, Zach, Meyer. it's the Zach Smith yeah, yeah, case. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Three, really one week suspension. <laughs> you're absolutely right. Hey, and, and listen, ladies and gentlemen out there, um, we Their always- favorite ninety to win that first game, 98% without Urban Meyer. Ninety-six point four percent against Rutgers and eighty point six percent against TCU, all without Urban Meyer. So they're Ohio, I guess I, I mean, guess load Ohio up State. money line. They're Ohio it. State. Um, but listen, um, everybody out there that that checked this show out today, and and even uh, some of our other shows in the past, for people out there that that don't know, this is just as much like y'all's sports podcast as it is ours. Um, we value you guys' opinions. Uh, your perspective. So um, because of that, we have different platforms set up by which you guys can reach out to us directly. Probably the easiest way uh, so that we can see everything that you guys send send in, whether it's DMs and all that. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud, YouTube, um, at StatLinesMatter. Okay? So on IG especially, it's at StatLinesMatter. Twitter, Facebook, all of that, and then you can just go on YouTube, and you can go on SoundCloud and just look us up, Stat Lines Matter, and you'll uh, see the show. Um, also, follow um, at MES Red Zone, and also follow Rob Hunter SLM, and you can follow me directly at 
it's Jason Weaver. Uh, but he don't need him. that many more. He got seventy some thousand, probably eighty nah, some thousand all, by the I'm, time. I'm all about. I got love, like twelve man. followers. Mark has like a few grand. So you know, we we could use. And I, was, yeah. I I'm gonna say too for ladies, like the ladies that listen. Jason is single. I'm definitely and single. His, and if y'all want to call him and see what's up, like about just like you know whatever. What's the phone number? Because he like it's four zero four five zero zero nine zero one seven. Give him a call. Text and him. He will answer. And he, he gonna answer. He's only his, one call away. And That's he gonna answer great. his love ambition voice too. Absolutely, like Mike Jones and shit. You know, <laughs> you remember how Mike Jones had that phone? Yeah. And you could just call him. Yeah, and Sometimes you pick phone. up. Yeah. yeah. I'm Mike, Mike Jones. Jones. <laughs> I'm Mike Jones. So with that said, hey, you guys, it's always a pleasure talking to you. Thank you guys out there for um, taking a listen to the show today. We want to take uh, time out to thank our visual directors. Not the fellas. Together. Not the fellas, but Jackson and so Joshua. So disrespectful. <laughs> so shout out to Jackson and Joshua. Shout out to our uh, engineer, P. Preston. And uh, hey, I'm gonna say their last names because y'all like this is horrible credits. Like, Preston Reed, Preston is, Reed does so much for us. We yes, super excited. Does. Give that man his last name. Let that's him respect. True, that's true. Let I'm him sorry. respect I'm his sorry, family. I'm sorry, Preston. And, and honor Preston his family. Reed. And Jackson I'm and sorry. Joshua Stewart. Jackson right. and Joshua Stewart. <laughs> Give their last I'm names up. With that. Robert Hunter. <laughs> this is little Snooky. Mark Stewart. Is <laughs> my homie. He doing the same. I really did do the uh, the family <laughs> barbecue. Little Snooky. And this is and them. Not the family barbecue bullshit. It's kid. No disrespect, gentlemen. No disrespect. Respect. That was the barbecue jargon. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> uh, thank you to everybody that tuned in. And uh, yes. make sure you tell a friend about us. And we'll subscribe. See subscribe. Subscribe. Yes. All right? Click and, all the links that I post. Yeah. Absolutely. And we will check y'all the next time on Stat, Stat Lines Matter. Matter.